welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to be seeing how Jesus has great discernment in knowing that the hour has come for him to be crucified. And it's very important for Jesus to know why he came and what his purpose was. And we're so thankful that he was true to that mission. But you know, for us, sometimes we forget things. We lack discernment. And I know for myself that I wear this wristband because it helps me to remember that there is dignity to my calling as a pastor. It has the words of Romans 11:13, where Paul said, I magnify my office. And I want to encourage pastors to know that. And in our text today, at the very beginning, we have some Greeks, some Gentiles, coming and saying these words, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Well, I know that there are some pastors that have that phrase on a plaque and they put it in the pulpit so that as they step into the pulpit ready to preach God's word, they can be reminded that these people out here in the congregation, they really don't want to pay attention to the pastor. They want to see Jesus. And we want to teach the Word of God. And so as we approach our passage today, a very important one where Jesus sees that his hour has come, let's really pay attention to Jesus. And so now let's have ears to hear the scriptures as they are read for us. John chapter 12, verses 20 through 36. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. 
Now the prince of this world will be driven out, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up, We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. So the title of this Living Life devotion is, The Hour is Come. And that is taken from verse 23, where Jesus said, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I mean, now he's basically saying, let's do this. I mean, he has discernment that it's time for him to go to the cross. And I like in verse 28, where he says, Father, glorify your name. I mean, basically saying, let your son now be crucified. He came to save God's people, and so now he's going to do this great redemptive act by going to the cross. And Jesus says this wonderful verse in verse 24. He says basically, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And so, of course, he's first and foremost talking about himself, that he is going to have to die, be crucified, dead, and buried in the ground. But we praise God that three days later, he would raise from the dead and he would ascend into heaven. His church would be established and there would be much fruit. But then, of course, he's also speaking to us as his people that we are needing to die to self. And so I just want to ask you, what needs to die in order for you to truly live? I mean, the Apostle Paul said it this way. He said, I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Now, when it comes to each and every one of us, there's going to be different ways that we can die to self. I know recently I was at a retreat with some pastors, and this one pastor just shared how his family had immigrated from another country to the United States. And he said that their goal was to just accumulate a lot of possessions because they thought that would bring them status and a good reputation in the community. But he has come to realize that he really needs to surrender stuff, just surrender a lot of possessions because he doesn't want to trust them. He wants to trust in the Lord. Now, others of us, we might need to surrender like our, our, the results because when we entrust results to God or abandon the results to Him, then we don't have to be 
pushy or presumptuous or even prideful. But too often, it's so easy to try to do everything in our own power and think that everything relies on us. But we need to surrender that, surrender our ego, our reputation. And even some of us could do well to just give up having to have the last word, to just allow people to share and we listen to them. Well, Jesus goes on here when he says, uh, in verse 26, he says, Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. And so there's this idea of the presence of God, wanting to be right there with Jesus, following him, and we would be right there where he is. It's kind of like going back to that original statement by those Greeks where they said, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. They wanted to be with him and learn from him. But also this idea of following helps us to understand what it, what it means to live a good life and what, how do we become a truly good person? I mean, I think each and every one of us is asking that question. And Jesus brings an answer, the answer, that we must surrender unto and follow him. And so we die to self and we become an apprentice of Jesus, or we say a disciple. And we want to learn from him how to live and love and serve. So I just want to encourage you today, as you're going through this living life devotion, you're hearing these wonderful words of Jesus, and he, you see his discernment of his hour has come, and that he knows that he is going to go and be crucified, that we too must follow him into that kind of life where we can die to self, to surrender under, un, unto him, everything that is in the way of us truly having a life of faith, of hope, of trust, and confidence in Jesus. So let's surrender unto Jesus, follow him, and let's do so to God's glory and our joy. Well, as we close today's Living Life devotion, we've been really looking at a passage that is just so key to our faith that the hour had come for Jesus to be crucified and he was willing and able to do God's will completely without hesitation. And now as we come to the final verse in our text, we see that Jesus is calling us to believe. He says in verse 36, Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of light. Well, of course, this idea of belief has been throughout all of the gospel according to John. In fact, all of scripture. But I like the way that John, at the end, tells us what his purpose was in writing all of this. It was that we would believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and in believing, we might have life 
in his name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful that we can turn to you. That, Father, we can look to you. And when we do so, you're already looking at us. So that as you call us to follow Jesus, we know that we are going in places that he is already going. And, Father, as we follow him, we realize that we must go to the cross and just die to self. So I pray that you would help us as we truly want to surrender unto you and follow Jesus, that you would increase our faith and trust, our hope and our confidence in Jesus Christ, who indeed is our Savior and Lord. Amen.시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. 